Welcome to Bandit's Keep. I'm Daniel, and this is going to be, I guess we'll call it a special episode, as it will not be part of the using chainmail for OD&D combat season that I've been working on. I was actually kind of inspired to do this episode from Andy Goodman's expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. He uh, made a comment in his last podcast about whether or not he thought um, he would like himself as a player in his own games. And it got me thinking, you know, would I like myself as a player? And my initial thought was, and I believe that I, I already called into Andy, that I would. I try to do things as a player that I, as a DM, like to see. That is, I try to do a lot of problem solving, meaning that I try to not look at my character sheet, but rather just say, this is what I want to do. Because to me, that's what I like players to do. I don't begrudge a player for using skills that they have, obviously. I don't think that it's a bad idea to, of course, play to your strengths. But I also feel like in a role-playing game, it, where anything could be done, it's great just to come up with crazy things. The orcs in front of you, standing on a rug. You could hit him with your sword, sure. But can I pull the rug out from under his feet so he falls down and then wrap him up in it? Is there a rule for that? Is that a feat? It might be. Rug puller might be a feat. Who knows? But... Those are the kind of things. Swinging from chandeliers, throwing things to distract people, just trying to be creative, trying to make combat, in this case, more like a Jackie Chan movie than, you know, an old video game where you just stand there and push buttons until one of you fall. This can also be said for just the general aspects of role-playing, not combat. Using your mind as a player, right? Often called player skill, right? Versus character skill. This is a whole other podcast, I guess. I'm heavily in favor of that. In fact, I have probably talked about it a bit on my YouTube channel. I don't know if I have here so much. But one thing that really bothers me is when a player comes up with a great idea and then you're in a system where you're supposed to, which I typically won't, roll to see if it works. Because that's part of the game, right? You roll to see if this works. And that's why I generally lean towards more system light or light systems or rules light, maybe they're called. Jason was talking about this just recently. Jason Connolly from uh, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. You know, that's just my general place to be. Not to say I don't like those other games. They can be fun. But I, I like things that have a lot of interpretation to it. But it does require trust, which I've talked about before as well, between the players and the GM. You've got to trust the GM is going to be fair. And sometimes they're going to say, oh yeah, sure, try that. And it's going to absolutely 100% fail because it's just a silly idea that could never work. Also trust that like, if there's a chance, that they'll give it a chance because it might just be very cool. Uh, and I guess there's that thing called rule of cool that people talk about. I'm not so sure about that, <laughs> uh, you know, as far as definitions or whatnot, but... In any case, in general, I think that I would like myself as a player. That being said, it did occur to me, I guess yesterday, and then I mentioned it to Andy last night because I'm in uh, his Call of Cthulhu game, excellent Call of Cthulhu game, and I have gone on record many times saying I do not like the Call of Cthulhu system, so uh, the fact that I'm playing in his game is uh, tells you just how amazing he is. But it occurred to me that I've been playing wrong. The reason I say that is because this is very specifically about the sanity mechanic. I feel like when I'm a player, that, and not every player does this, and I'm not saying one thing's right or wrong, but I try to take into consideration what is happening to the character based on how I understand the character, and I have them react accordingly. Not just, I swing my sword, or I cast a spell, but are they afraid? Are they mad? Uh, will they seek revenge? Uh, are they pumped up? Are they happy? Is this exciting for them? 
and I play my character in that way. Even if <laughs> sometimes it's not the smartest choice as a player, right? Uh, again, this is that thing, right? Because you could say player skill, well, I know it's not a good idea to run down this alley, but my character is very excited and wants to uh, find out what the gremlin stole. So they chase the, the gremlin down the alley, even though clearly as a player, I can see that that's probably not a good idea. But when it comes to the games that have something like a sanity mechanic, it occurred to me that that role needs to be the thing that influences certain emotional play. That is, very specifically, the point I mentioned to him was, we encountered this strange situation, and I thought my character would be freaked out by this, so I played her in that way. You know, that was my initial reaction to him describing it. Then we all rolled for sanity, and I'm pretty sure, I can't remember now, it was a few sessions ago, I'm pretty sure I passed. So I was like, okay, well, I don't lose any points, but I'm still under the table, afraid or whatever, but really I'm not, right? Because that's what that sanity mechanic is. The sanity mechanic is telling you where your breaking point is. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying this is bad or com complaining about it. I just think it's interesting. I think it can be a tool to help us roleplay, especially if you're the type of person that doesn't get inside your character's head and you just kind of play as a player, very meta, which again, not, is not a bad thing. But in a game like Call of Cthulhu, where there's horror, and honestly, right, I'm sitting here, obviously playing online. I am at my computer, drinking a nice cup of coffee, secure in my home. I know that Cthulhu is not going to rise out of my toilet or wherever <laughs> he might be. So, you know, I am not ever afraid. So if I'm not able to bring those emotions up naturally or understand when I should do it maybe as a player, that mechanic can actually be very good to inform new players. There's something that on the Monster Man podcast, uh, James talks about a lot when creatures have some kind of fear aura. You know, he'll mention, he'll say, it's a little strange, right, that you've got these warriors who fight all these different things and never blink an eye, and then they make a bad roll here, and suddenly they're running from this one creature. In a lot of ways, it doesn't make sense. At the same time, if you allow it to make sense, this is the breaking point. It's that one thing that made the difference. And then play yourself that way, or play your character that way, I guess, not play yourself. That can actually be really interesting and a good tool, and a good way to experiment with playstyle. I guess what I'm saying is, I generally would like the way that I play in a game as a DM, but I also don't run games that have mechanics like this. And if I were running those types of games, I would be happy to have players use things like the sanity mechanic to influence their roleplay, as opposed to just making that call themselves. Because it shouldn't just be a negative. If I only look at it like, I'll play my character however I want. Sometimes I'll be afraid. Sometimes I'll be brave. Oh no, you failed your sanity. Now you have to run. That becomes a little weird. And that kind of contrast that, again, uh, James mentions in Monster Man a lot. But if the game itself is using the sanity mechanic often enough, you can really use it as a way to influence. I don't want to say dictate. I was about to say dictate. Influence how your character interacts with the world. Having a lower sanity means that your character is much more likely to let their emotions dictate what they do and not their strength of character or whatever you want to call the invisible player behind the scenes that is pulling the strings, of course. Daniel is not afraid of the weird Cthulhu monster in the toilet, but my character just might be. Let me know what you guys think.
I mostly make podcasts and videos geared towards GMs. This is the first one I'm really talking about being a player, but I think it's a very interesting subject. And I know that, at least based on the podcast that I listen to on Anchor here, that a lot of people both GM and play. So I think it could be a pretty cool discussion. Let me know what y'all think, and I will talk to you soon.